switching gears so far, it seems like we've talked about the top four teams, the Clippers, the Lakers, in the West, the Bucks, and Philadelphia in the East. Is there any team that you think, outside of these four teams that we mentioned, that if everything goes right for them, that they can win the title? And, and one team that I think that we haven't spoke about who actually falls in, in line with these four teams is the Houston Rockets. Yeah, Because getting Russell Westbrook in there and all you, all you had to give up was Chris Paul to do it, I think they're going to be better. So I think they're going to be right there in the title picture, not to, to discredit what they're doing, even though everyone is saying that it's going to be a clash of styles and it's only one basketball, but you got to think there's 48 minutes in the game. And there's and 82 games. Exactly, and how often and how long of a 48-minute game do you think that one person is going to be able to dominate the ball? It's not going to be for the duration of the game. They know that they need other players to win. So I think Russ and James Harden is going to be perfectly fine. The players that they were able to keep, the P.J. Tuckers, the Eric Goldens, the Clint Capellas, because those were all names that were floated with that they would have to give up. In order to get more talent. Exactly, in order to get more talent. And the... the the fact that they didn't have to give those pieces up. It's huge. And they got a, a talent like Russell Westbrook. I think that puts them over the top. So a lot of people want to talk about how it looks optically. I think once we get it on the court and the ball is rolled out there, people are going to look at Houston as one of those teams that's right there on the cusp of, of winning the title. But if, if there's any other teams below that, is if everything goes right for this team in a perfect storm, in a perfect vacuum, is there any team besides those top four and well, five, including the Rockets, that you think could, could possibly win the title? I think the only other team that could have that sort of perfect storm is Utah. Um, adding Mike Conley, I think, really piece, yes. um, stabilizes them. And, um, you know, it's always really nice to have the point guard and center positions be well above average guys. Yes. So when you have Conley, who is, you know, still, still underrated, I think, because he's just... He's, his name doesn't come up when you talk top point guards, but he's you know he is he plays like one he all is. the time, both and, sides of the ball. Yeah, and Gobert, you know, absolutely in in the same regard. Um, so I think um, you know a lot of it comes down to Donovan Mitchell continuing to grow and increase his efficiency, and I think with Conley there, you 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 take some of the playmaking burden off of him. Yes, um, you know he he'll catch the ball in better situations with uh, with one defender on him or a defender in a recovery situation. And I think he'll be able to attack the basket and pump fake and get pull-up jumpers in, in a way that are just higher percentage uh, plays for him. And then adding um, Bojan Bogdanovic, I think, you know, you got another scorer, you got another shooter. He's a guy who can get hot. Um, you know, people don't talk about him that much, but he's, he's another weapon. And so um, I, I don't... I mean, I don't think Utah makes it to the finals, but they are a team who has enough pieces where if it all fits and you get the kind of perfect run, yeah, they can be the one that comes out. And uh, when you look out east, if everything's rolling for the Jazz, I don't know that a team out east is necessarily going to be able to stop them. Um, So Utah would be the only one I think could sneak in there. But going back to Houston, um, I think that Russell Westbrook is really going to benefit from the structure that the Houston Rockets have because there's some things that the Rockets have that Westbrook has never really been able to benefit from mm. in terms of perimeter shooting, wow. um, right, that really stretches and extends the defense. Well, we've seen what happened the last time he had that those type of players or that type of personnel in his system, 2012, and he was in the finals. Yeah, and, um, I, I, you know, my criticism of Oklahoma City Thunder for the last few years is that they haven't had enough shooting 
uh, particularly at the two guard spot, um, and 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 you know, and at the big positions as well, to extend the defense and open those lanes up for Westbrook. Westbrook is one of the best drivers of all time. Yes, he can finish with contact. He goes Either hard. Hand. You know, every game. You know, forty-eight minutes, eighty-two games, and so with the lanes wide open. I think he's going to get a lot more opportunities in that way. And I think um, Clint Capella is a guy that he's going to really yes, he's sink gonna with. he's going to benefit the most. Um, because not only now, not easy to cut lobs. you off and to jump in, I just got excited about yeah. your point. <laughs> he's going to be catching lobs from two of the best passers in the game. Yep. We're talking about players who average 10 assists and 9 assists, or about 8 assists respectively. Yeah. Clint Capella is definitely going to benefit from this. Eric Golden is definitely going to benefit from this. The threes in the corner from P.J. Tucker are going to be a bit easier. And you got to think, teams are going to cheat up on Russell Westbrook yep. because he's going to be able to beat that first defender. Now you got the second one. Those are lobs all day. So yep. it's going to be a lot of people who benefit, and like you said, from the system. But the one thing I, I, I wonder about is how will D'Antoni handle adjustments? Yeah. I think the biggest thing for Russell and his teams throughout his playoff history or his NBA career, rather, is that they haven't been able to make those adjustments. Scotty Brooks wasn't able to do that. Uh, Billy Donovan, who I think is a great coach, and he's a player's coach, but when it comes time to make those adjustments, to when you see how the game is flowing and you get your team to play that style to win that game, I don't know if they have that. Do, do you think D'Antoni has that type of style, or is he just steadfast in this seven seconds or less? get up the first three that you can, the open shot. Do you think that he, he's going to be, I guess, in that same vein of the coaches that Westbrook has had? Or will he be able to make those those adjustments at the end of the game when you need it, when the game is going to tighten up? I'm not sure that he can draw up a major adjustment and depart from the game plan in, in the way that maybe is necessary. But I think Westbrook really does fit in the style. And I think, um, you know, like I said, he's a guy who can drive. He's a guy who does want to play fast and get up and down the court. So in, in a lot of ways, this is uh, a pretty ideal style. And, you know, when they had Chris Paul in there, there were some question marks about how do you integrate a player who is as ball dominant and, you know, needs to run things his way because that obviously works. And so you need to... You should your game to you, that. You should, right? Um, and, you know, by and large, it did work. They did it by staggering minutes. Um, they did it by, um, you know, st- you know, staggering possessions in that way. So I- I'm inclined to think that it'll work in part because they can double down on what they're already good at. Um, and I, I don't want to see Westbrook shooting a lot of threes, but I don't think he has to either because, um, I think, you know, they will play fast and I think there's going to be a lot of open court opportunities for him and the defense is going to be scrambled and, and, and spread around. And, and maybe it's going to be a little bit like the Warriors have played the last few years, where the defense is just, they don't know what to do. Um, and you, you'll have this continuing theme, I think, that we're talking about, where when you have multiple stars, the efficiency of all those guys go up because the defense just can't pay attention to all of them uh, and, and make it work. So I, I expect better efficiency all around because um, these driving lanes are going to be even easier for, for Westbrook. Yes. The drop-offs are going to be even easier. Um, and, and I think he wants to play with pace, and I think it's quite compatible with, with how D'Antoni likes to play. Um, going back to the, to the original question about sleeper teams, and you mentioned Utah. The team for me that I think is going to be the sleeper team that if everything went perfect for them is Denver. I think they have 
one of the best players who who's not, I guess, a superstar just yet. Like that player, if you had to look at the NBA and say, okay, give me one player who's on the cusp of superstardom, I think Nikola Jokic is right there. And I think that he possibly could lead the league in assists if he wanted to. And I think when his offense picks up as far as him being more aggressive and wanting to take the shots, I think the sky's the limit for Denver. And just with their X factor, though, for them is what is Michael Porter Jr. going to give to them? Is he going to be able to come in and step in and be a scorer that they thought he was coming out of college? Or is those injuries that he had just a bit too much for his body to handle? And, and he's going to be one of those players who just never reaches that level. But I think with their backcourt of Jamal Murray and, and Gary Harris, I think the sky's the limit for them because both those players can score. Jamal Murray, as we see, he is a, a very good playmaker and can shoot. So I think they... They have a lot of good pieces. And you look at Paul Millsap, they just add Jer- Jeremy Grant from Oklahoma City, who was a very serviceable piece. He started to stretch the floor towards the end of the year. He can grab rebounds for you, a good energy guy. And I think that if everything goes right for them, I think that Denver could be that team that if in a perfect storm, they would be able to compete. And that's just off of Nikola Jokic because I think he's one of the best players in the NBA today. And from the center position, a position that's been forgotten, he just does it all. So I think that, that Denver is a team that, that possibly could compete. And then you look at it, they play 41 of their games in Malha, which is just a home court advantage in itself. So I, I think Denver has a good chance of sneaking in there and possibly if L.A., either one of the L.A. teams drop off for whatever reason, whether it be injuries or just a lack of continuity towards the end of the year, I think Denver is one of those teams that for three or four years they've been together and they, they are just starting to learn how to win. And with their playoff experience from last year, I think the sky's the limit for that team. And it just depends on, on Nikola Jokic.